We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Bradford Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hits Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify what? your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. Woo! 13 and 2, Ken. Kerosene Ken. Yes, sir. You, you, all these hot takes, all these hot takes leading into this year. I think you're 0 for 4. That's uh, But this is what we're going to do. This is what we are going to do, Ken Laird, Kerosene Ken Laird. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do, we're going we're, we're gonna, to, every week, we're going to reflect on some of your hot takes, and then we're going to look forward to some more hot takes. That seemed right. like a plan? That sounds like a great plan. Okay. First of all, I, you mischaracterized my hot take last week. I said 15 share for the Tuesday debut of the Yankees series. You, it was not 18. And I was pretty close. It was double digits. I think I nailed the spirit of that one, wouldn't you, wouldn't you say? No. No, you didn't. So I was closer than you most said, You expected. said it was a massive rating. It was a massive rating. It was a massive rating. And you said 15 share. It was right. It was actually a 9.1 share. The, it peaked out at just over 11. Right. You, so you're only six off. I mean, but, you know, what's six? Six off, four off. I said 15, and it was 11. It was, the peak was 11. Okay. Well, we didn't, I didn't specify peak or average uh, throughout the broadcast. <laughs> I was close, bottom line. It, it, it was a massive rating. So that was the last time we did one of these podcasts yes. leading into the Yankees series. And your hot takes were that J.D. Martinez would never play in the outfield again. And I was right that he should not have. Cora's made a glaring mistake. I mean, now Mookie's hurt, so you had to put him out there today. I don't want to get into the minutiae of this, but other than that, other than after he made... First inning today, you couldn't dig the ball out of the corner. You know, was, they could have lost this game one to nothing on Sunday, yeah, and it would have been his fault. He's he's not a great outfielder, but he's a serviceable outfielder. I've seen a lot worse. The problem, the point is, he is dictating when Jackie Bradley, Mookie Betts, and Andrew Benintendi sit, and they should not be sitting. Mookie Betts shouldn't have sat today? Today, as I mentioned, that's the exception. He's hurt. He's got a contusion. That's fine. Right. If the guy's hurt and you got to put Martinez out there, he is not average. He's below average. And left field at this park, he's not a good field. He might be above average at this park. Who knows? But I want to focus more on the story of the week. Okay. okay? All right. What Which is it, Which doubles back to a hot take, a kerosene take from preseason in our big outing at the Casket Flag. Yep. One of my hot takes, as you recall, was that David Price is going to opt out after the season. Yes. That was solidified this week with fingertip gate, sensation gate, okay? Is there any more evidence that we need that David Price is gone? Gone. This is the final year for David Price. He is going to, I I would say you, you might get two more home games from Price this year at Fenway at most. He's delicately arranged, so he pitches in Anaheim this week. By the way, contrast that with Iron Man Chris Sale out there in short sleeves, no sleeves today, and pitching through the elements. Didn't get the win, but he put it on the line. Oh, if, if you, I don't know if you heard his post-game comments, which you can hear right now. Tonight was the worst. Yeah. I said it when I got, came out of the game. This was the most miserable I've ever been on a baseball field by far. Not even close. Not even close. 
and what he said was basically, you know, that I was just trying to throw the ball over the plate. I mean, this was it was it was something. It was not because I wanted to find out. I actually asked a question of him. Well, how do you feel now compared to last year around this time? Because you know, they ran, I think it was nine straight of 100 pitches or more before he didn't have a 100-pitch outing. And, and, and here he is, under 100 every time, certainly this time as well. How do you feel? Velocity, feeling, blah, 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 blah. But he just, his response was like, listen, today I have, I have no idea how I felt. And he, Today it was an aberration. And he put it on the line for his teammates. I mean, you could easily be injured in a game. Okay, like this. so this so go, go so is going back to the price thing. Yes. yes. So he's going to be a baby all year. This will be like Roger Clemens pitch, you know, when it's on my terms, when I want to. And somebody, he's due a guaranteed four years, $30 million left. He's due about $120 million, right? $127. He's going to, somebody will pay him over six or seven years, $120 million Whoa! after the year. Whoa! Or eight, whatever it is. He'll get the same guaranteed money when he opts out from some team, some poor SAP team, wherever he goes, after the year. I would say this. I would say Kerosene Ken, your hot take is your, I think you're wrong. That actually, I take this back. I don't know. I, I think the yes and no, Ken. Yes and no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Uh, the problem with the opt out isn't anything that what you're talking about. It's nothing of what you're he talking about. He hates it here. He does not it, like it. It's nothing to talk because he's not getting his money anywhere else. He is. He's and here's, and here's, the re, here's the reason the MRI. You come back to the elbow, the problem with the elbow, the MRI. Ultimately, you're going to have to take an MRI for an elbow. And if you're going to pay a guy four years at 120 something million, they won't pay four. It'll be eight. It'll be like 20 million per year, but he won't mind because it'll be somewhere. Comfy, warm, so, so this goes back to, but the reason why you're resurfacing this hot take is because of what happened this past week. Correct. And I think that this is a stupid conversation, to be perfectly honest with you. I do. Because I think that what happened was... He just tapped out of a Yankees What happened? Game. What happened? Yeah, but it had nothing to do... There with one loss r- since opening day. I, I, thank you. Yes, I know this. But he, here's how I look at it. And I think, I think manager Lou kind of felt the same way. He was concerned about the elbow. When you feel, when you have this situation, where you, when you're taking an easy on He didn't pitch, mention the elbow. No, you're making oh, no, up no. elbow. You're going to let me finish? You're worse, you're worse than fucking Drellick. All right? <laughs> so, not, maybe not that bad. But you look at, you look at, you, don't, you feel something in your hand. Right, which clearly he did. I don't know why. I don't know why it was. He said, he said I, "Will no you pain. let me finish?" He said he felt no pain. He felt he that he felt anything. numbness or whatever it was. Right, you feel, something feels off. Something feels in a way that in a way that you aren't throwing the ball like you want him to, want to. And when you throw, I think what was it out of thirty five pitches, he threw about sixteen strikes, something like that, for a guy who had been pinpoint up until that point. So when you have that situation and you're you're pitching through that. Against a team, yes, the Yankees have a good lineup, but I get the sense that like that was it was more of a concern about your physical ability than it was. Oh my goodness, Glenn Ordway, I can't pitch against the New York Yankees, who I've pitched against many, 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 many times. But if you want to say that, but he, not after he gave up. If, four if runs. you want to say that he were, yeah, why did he give up the four runs? Because Ken? he stunk that day. No, he because because he probably anymore. because he, he probably felt something in his hand and he freaked out. Do you think Chris Sale felt his hand today fully in 34 degrees? No. But was, was Chris Sale coming off an elbow injury? 
injury? There's nothing. It was totally unrelated to the elbow. Well, you don't know that. If, if you feel something in your hand, the first thing everybody said was, oh, my goodness, if your hand, if you have numbness in your hand, you've got to be worried about your elbow. And clearly whatever he felt was affecting how he was pitching. So, yeah, should he have powered through? Would we have liked him to see him power through in a perfect world? Absolutely. Might have won the game. Maybe. Maybe. But... Judging by that first inning, probably not, because everyone's like, oh, why did you opt out of the, after that first inning? He stunk. He w- couldn't find the plate for whatever reason it was. In my guess, it was because in the back of his mind, he's worried that the elbow was going to affect the hand. And to go back to the, the opt-out thing, well, that's still – he can – has nothing to do. I think he's going to end the season like he – I think he'll be good this year. I think he'll come I, back. No, and pitch I mean, well. I think he'll be good. I'll, I think he'll be good in Anaheim. And I think he'll be good probably. Oops. <laughs> I think he'll be good for the, for the probably. The, he's going to have a good year. I, why do we get bogged? No, no I, I, I didn't want to get bogged down in David Price because I thought that that Ordway take was so dumb. It was so dumb. Like, and you're buying right into it. The whole, the whole. Oh my goodness! He looked at Gary Sanchez, and he looked at Giancarlo Stanton, and he looked at Aaron Judge, and said, "I don't want to pitch to those guys." Probably, if you have an elbow injury, if you have a history of an elbow injury, and you feel anything in your hand, and you're not throwing strikes, and it's affecting how you pitch, that's probably why you're not going to want to pitch against anybody. We're loggerheads here. You're uh, Price Toady. I didn't know that. That's fine. Can I move on? To I, take you know, two? you know that I, I have gone to the mat for David Price. <laughs> Another theme this week has been Hanley Ramirez. Unbelievable start. 15 RBI, leading baseball. Did you have a hot Sunday's take? Game. Was that part of your hot take? No, here's my take. Okay. Okay, now the plate appearance thing is gone. I'm going to amend my initial preseason hot take, which was that there's a directive from management and ownership primarily that Hanley cannot hit that plate appearance mark. They want to get out from under the $22 million. Well, now it's inevitable. Now what's going to happen? They have Sam Travis, who's had a pretty good start in Pawtucket. Yep. He is going to be moved. Has he hit a home run yet? Not that it matters, uh, but I'm just curious. I don't think so. All right, go ahead. But they're going to ship him out, probably with Jay Groom. May, maybe or maybe not Jay Groom. I mean, Trader Dave is going to be on the warpath. Okay. Because he knows Price is gone after this year. Price has probably already told Dombrowski I'm opting out. Back to Michael Fulmer, back to Cole Hamels. They're already looking for the pitcher with control next year or multiple years okay. beyond this one. So now Hanley is your future at first, and Sam Travis is gone. So that's becoming clear this week. That's not like a kerosene take, I suppose. But it's becoming clear that Hanley is now. Well, he's here all you year. Had, is a great point. I have actually haven't heard that brought up off of that hand. He got hit, Hanley Ramirez got hit in the hand. He's out a game. He comes right back the next right game. Back. That is that was the window into the soul of this this contract option, the vesting option, four hundred ninety seven plate appearances. Right. Because if there was any sign of that being uh, being a mandate, as you said, then he'd be like, you know, Hanley. You take it easy. We we don't want to do what we did with Xander Bogarts. Yep. They had the easy out there. This is this is clearly going to be unless he gets hurt. That's this is Cora's guy. This is Cora's guy. And, and, and Sox fans aren't going to. And, and you know, yeah. And that's the thing. Right now, he's on pace for sixty sixty. Right. He and J.D. Martinez are the Manny Ortiz duo that they it were looking for. Yeah. Well, and we'll see. I mean, it's still early. But Hanley Ramirez said to me, "I'll try to pull the sound." But Hanley Ramirez said, "I'm going to be better." And I was in 09. 09 was an insanely good year. In case you want to look it up, insanely good year. Mm. And the whole thing. And I also think, you know, the 30 stolen base thing, like the 30 30. 
like this is in the back of his mind. I mean, he isn't stealing these bases. This is this is motivation to him. And I don't know if it's going to lead to an injury. I wouldn't doubt that it might very well lead to an injury, but I am on board with your hot take about Hanley no. Ramirez. Except he's not, they're not trending Jay Groom for a Cole Hamels or somebody else, unless one of these other guys, unless Sale gets hurt, unless Price gets hurt, unless Porcello goes south, something like that. But they're not trading the Jay Grooms of the world for that guy. But you and agree, the, Sam Travis is... Well, but you're not getting one of those guys for no, Sam Travis. No, not for just him. But a slight asterisk to that, I think there's a possibility ownership could come in and force Cora to trade Hanley during a hot year, kind of like Belichick and Kraft forced the during, G.G. During trade. this year? During the year, yeah. And they would, Sam Travis would be See, now your hot takes are getting I'm not ready to crazy. pull that one out yet. I'm just <laughs> saying maybe. I'm just saying maybe. Keep that uh, in mind. Uh, hey, talk. you know, 2008, Manny's cruising along. I covered that team, cruising along. Then all of a sudden, July comes around. He pushes Jack McCormick. He talks to me at the All-Star break about, like, ripping John Henry, obsessing about his option. Within a month, he's gone. Going to L.A. Um... <laughs> Final hot take. Oh, wait. Did, did we go through your hot takes from last week? The J.D. Martinez one. There was another one. Uh, uh, that was the Yankees. Yeah, the Raiders. That was my big take from last okay, week. Okay, okay. I'm ahead. only doing one a week. But today I'm sprinkling right. in a couple other ones. Oh, okay. You want my wacky hot take of the week. Uh, you haven't already given me your wacky no. hot take? You're trading Hanley Ramirez this in the middle of the year? This is a esoteric, but I was walking up here, and you can't help but see the Linda Pizzuti garden at Fenway. Oh, you know, K- the, the Kale, garden, yeah. The, the That's organic. Kale in the American League East, yeah. Linda Pizzuti has conquered global warming. She has gone fully carbon neutral, and therefore the fallout is what you're seeing today with the 34-degree temperatures. It would, it would be 65 degrees without Linda's garden. If not for Linda's garden, today would have been balmy. But she has found a way to do it. She has captured, with organic kale, a way to circumvent problems in the environment and the universe, really. And the Red Sox are suffering, quite frankly, because of it. But it's fine. I mean, Sale pitched through it today, but it hurt Price this week. So Pizzuti v. Price could become a very serious issue. I do not want to reveal off-the-record conversations, but I'm just going to say I was down in the clubhouse, and there was a lot of buzz about that, about the kale garden. I would figure there would About blaming the kale garden for the temperatures on Sunday, the worst, worst weather that we've ever, ever seen. By the way, broadcast booth. How did oh. you, it's so cold, right? Colder than last week. It was last week. It was fifty-five when I came in. Today it was forty-eight. Really? The boiler broke upstairs. Doug Lane, the admiral, brought in two space heaters, but uh, Joe Stig was suffering. Was suffering he? through the broadcast? He's not gonna, I'm going to have to fill in more. You no, one, nobody wants that. No, nobody wants that. <laughs> no, no, you're not supposed to agree with me. You, yeah, I agree. The uh, so I also noticed last week. I think a hot take that you haven't mentioned was that. You said Joe Kelly would be DFA'd and be the most unpopular team player on the team um, by Tuesday, and yet here we are on Wednesday, I didn't becoming the most popular player on the team. And have you have you ever? And I and it was a good week for your boy Joe Kelly. You have you ever seen anything like this? And I'm not my, forget about my boy Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly is a player in the Boston Red Sox. Don't dip but, down. Got a quote from him: "You scooped your man out." Yeah, Trelli. he was talking about oh, so jealous, so <laughs> jealous. Uh, it, je- his jealousy is just he he does not hide his jealousy well. But have you seriously? Have you ever seen anything like this? I mean, where you went from a guy who was literally the most unpopular guy, probably on the team. That would be fair after the first game of the year, right? Uh, well, it wasn't all on 
Kelly. No, but part, but part, believe uh, me, Carson people. Smith, but yeah, yeah, but and to people say he sucks. He sucks. What are you I've doing? Been, right I've now? been critical of him, and okay. he had a pretty good year last year statistically. And now, and, and now you have the standing O here at Fenway Park. Right. You have the standing O at the Garden with the fight and everything else. It is most. One of the most bizarre transformations I've ever seen. It's all part of, though, I mean, just not to be like the boring, kale. to tone it down a bit. It's part of a likable team. People are liking what they're seeing with this. But Red that's Sox why they, that's part. why it's moments like that. It's it's think about just yep. juxtapose it against last year about the whole Baltimore no. thing and taking a week to straighten that situation out with Manny Machado, and yeah. then this, the image that you have is Joe Kelly not only hitting the guy, but then saying, come on, come on, come on, and then getting the better of him to a certain degree. Yeah, I mean, I'm with all, I mean, everybody wrote that after the game. I, I'm, other than Kirk and Jerry, who disagreed and thought well, it was That was bizarre. Was, I mean, but I But I'm, here's, I'm here's, here's what I would say in that situation when they say that. Okay, well, if they don't hit him, then you rail on him for not hitting him. They, they say so. you're a bunch of pussies for not hitting. I mean, I guess it. You could make the case he went at him twice, and that's kind of. Adam twice and what? They tried to hit him on the second pitch, sort that's of. That's what you do. If you don't hit him the first time, you hit. You do it until you get it right. Yeah, but you do pitch one and then pitch two, not pitch two and then pitch four. You kind of well, okie doke uh, Who cares? Well, if you're going to injure but the that's, guy. But that wasn't the point of that show when they were talking about no, it. No, it no, like, That wasn't their point. It, I would have supported it. And, and I, I agree with the premise. is like this isn't going to like give them ten more wins. But I would, once again, just say, well, if he doesn't do it, then you're ripping him for not doing it. You're ripping him for, you know, they have this instance. In all honesty, Embry did not do it, and I wonder if he took some. Who? He, oh. Embry could have done well, it. Well, you, you never know that because you never know, like, for instance, last year with the Machado thing, the mandate was after Stephen Wright, after he gets out of the game, and then they don't do it. And sometimes it happens, say, you know, when we get to this part of the game, when we know that maybe it's a little more in hand. Yeah, but it was closer. They actually had come back in the game and made it a closer game. Was it? It was, it was odd. It was Yeah, it was more of a blowout when Embry pitched. Yeah, anyway, yeah. maybe that was Yeah, I don't know. Plan. I don't know. I don't know. But it's, um, you know, so anyway, it's just, it was a... It was a bizarre week in that respect. It was just was good week everywhere except for Price's fingertips and a thirteen. Yeah, stars. but you know, incredible. people people incredible. people like to listen to this at their leisure. So by the time they might be listening to this on Wednesday, are you all right? In order to reach my eighteen and twenty two prediction for the tough start for Price, they have to now go five and twenty, <laughs> which is possible. Are they, uh, what, what was what do you say? Alice Cora is going to be yelling at wild players. first. Yeah, wild first month yelling at players. What's fans. been the most surprising thing for you of this team? Oh, man. I mean, uh, I would probably say that Cora has been so calm and collected. I mean, he's looked great. I, I really thought they would struggle with him. I thought we would be regretting no Ron Gardenhire, no, uh, not waiting for uh, Joe Girardi, because they, you know, they could have hired him if they had waited around a bit. But, I mean, it, part of it helps you play in the Rays and the, and the Orioles and you're winning games. But he has been flawless. And compared to John Farrell, God, people love Cora. I love Cora now. I mean, I'm, I'm coming around just... Well, yeah. Listen to the guys. Well, refreshing, I think, honest. I mean, yeah. No, listen. It's in, and I don't know if if it's the chicken or the egg thing. You do give them credit for this starter. Or is it this start that's making them so relaxed? I don't know. It's a lot easier to be relaxed yeah. when you start out thirteen and two. But is it thirteen and two? Yes. Okay, thirteen and two. But I think I think my takeaway, not that you asked. What's your takeaway? They're just a good team. 
I mean, yeah, Core is doing a good job. He's probably the right guy at the right time. But they're just a good team. Not just a good team. They're a great team. They were second in runs, second in ERA coming into today. Yeah, they're and, an elite team in the American League. And you look at I wrote about I've written about this this week is that now we've seen all but one team in the American League East and. Even the Yankees. I mean, they're a better team than the Yankees. From top to bottom, they're a better team than the Yankees. They yeah, just are. The Yankees were injured, but yes. Right. No, I know. But, well, Bogart's the best hitter has been out of the lineup. Right. They still, I mean, they've been starting Brock Holt and Zue Lin. But, it, you know, with Aaron Hicks healthy and Greg Bird back, the Yankees lineup is a lot more it, But formidable. the lineup but. isn't the thing. The, the, the comparable lineups, and this is the separator is exactly what a lot of people said they would be. It was the starting pitching. Like, you can, you have the Blue Jays, good starting pitching. Sanchez, Estrada, all those Strowman. Orioles, you can make a case once they get going. You've Cashner, you've Bundy, you've Cobb. Cobb yeah. You know, so you have representative guys. Kind of the Yankees rotation lines up with those guys. The Red Sox, the price start aside, that's the difference maker. That's the separator for me, right? I mean, that. Yeah, but if the Yankees have a better lineup, they can hit. But I don't think they have a better lineup. I don't. I with think Bird that, and Hicks. That's much better. Yeah. No. I think Bird is huge for them. I think that Bert, yeah, no, I mean, but you again, you you look at the Red Sox lineup. You take out their best hitter. You could say Bogarts yeah, is huge for them for that game, wasn't he? When did he get hurt? Oh no, it was that Sunday? He was out all week. right. He was I'm out sorry. all week, and and since they've been up until Sunday's game, they had in the last seven games, he had the most runs in the American League. My point is, is that they have a good enough line. It's a comparable lineup to the Yankees. The Red Sox pitching is better. I think both bullpens are trying to figure it out a little bit. But they're just a, they're just a good team. They're, they're a better team than I, I thought. I would agree. They're much better than I thought. I thought they were 18-22. and 22. They're, um, they're taking the league over. You got any more ratings, uh, hot takes, before we go? I don't. Unfortunately, they're going to play Otani Tuesday night, and it's West yeah, Coast. Yeah, the West the Coast won't thing. be very good for that. But, um, you know, it's... Um, all in all, though, the Red Sox have to be thrilled. Just with what do you think? What do you think that the the so the Celtics, as we sit here, Celtics won Game One. Yeah, Bruins two and zero. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you, we saw the Bruins were pulling big numbers. Celtics not. I mean, they that was their first playoff game. Red Sox. Let's say the end of April. After I come back from my trip to Toronto, end having lost April. fifty pounds, two weeks, two weeks. I think they play some more crappy American League East teams. They may play Kansas What's City the too. A's. So. What is when when they say the Bruins are still playing, the Celtics are still playing? This this market date, this market date. Give me a date. Okay, two weeks from today. Two weeks from today, Red Sox will be back from their West Coast trip. They'll be back from Toronto. Yes. Okay. Ratings. Twenty ninth. Okay. Give me like all three teams play at the same time. Now the Bruins will have gone deep. The Celtics will have uh, surprised people by going a little deep. The Red Sox will be whatever they're going to be doing. Give me the ratings that day on Sunday. What on, day is on it? On the Sunday. Um, the, well, that'll be that'll be early in the Lightning series. That could possibly be like a Game Seven, couldn't it? For the whatever. Celtics. Bucks Celtics would be a Saturday. Give me give me the ratings. Celtics would as the bigger game of the bunch. That would be a Game Seven. They would do like an eight. Celtics an eight. Yep. Bruins game one against Tampa or something of the like would do like a seven. Okay. Ooh. Staggered somehow. Yep. And the Red Sox playing the Rays is not going to be much of a draw. They're going to get back to like a five. Five is good for the Red Sox, though. Or not? Nah, it's, uh, it's okay against Tampa in a couple weeks. Yeah. yeah, I mean, right now it's going to shift over to the playoff teams. It is at this moment. We talk about surprising things. I am shocked that the Red Sox are in the conversation each and every day. That I like they too. are. They, they are legitimately. We got to the West Coast trip, and we thought the West Coast trip was going to be their death knell yep. because. 
ratings, and like you said, Otani's pitching, but it's so late, who cares? Every single game up until this West Coast trip, they're in the conversation with a sporting conversation, yeah. even with the Bruins and the Celtics. And uh, I think a lot of that is due to two years in a row in the playoffs. It takes a year or two. Sometimes it's delayed reaction. Like all right, I think a big good. part of it, and this isn't fair, but a big part of it is core. It, Cora, is, it just is. Farrell was unlikable. It, robotic at the end. Yeah, and that's you know that's just the reality. But you're not robotic, kerosene can. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate. Go get your diapers or get your formula, whatever you need to do. I'm off the target. The post Fenway visit. All right. Good we'll job. Talk to you next good job. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.